if you pay attention to the small things in life, in business, in your own relationship with your kids, wife or whoever, if you pay attention to the small things that most people will never, ever look at, you'll be so successful in everything you do. Welcome to the Gift of Failure podcast, the show that asks one simple question, what has failure taught you and what can you do with that failure to learn? Join me as I sit down with global icons, leaders from all walks of life to explore how they have used their experiences to evolve into greatness. Let's dive in. I want to welcome my friend Chris Alexa uh, to the show. He is the owner of several different franchises, including nine different Buffalo Wings and Arby's, uh, a Mellow Marshmallow franchise. Has been a you know has been an entrepreneur in various different ways, and um, is a very special person. Um, in 2020, he actually won the award for the Spirit of Franchising. Uh, which is a which is a very very powerful accolade because you know running restaurants as we know is very very difficult. Ninety five percent of restaurants fail, um, and to have the successful business that you know Chris has uh, created and still be a great family man and all the other things are really commendable. So Chris, uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. And uh, what's going on, man? I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you so much. Now just out here running restaurants, you know, building more as we can and growing as fast as we can. Uh, just have a little signed a deal here recently with Starbucks, brought that to our company too. So uh, we're excited about that, but a lot of good things happening over here. You know, I'll tell you, so, you know, the, the purpose, the reason that we made this podcast, you know, is to really discuss, my book comes out on July 12th called The Gift of Failure, okay? And what I've really always been interested in, you know, for many, many years is the relationship between failure and success and what does that really mean? And, you know, to be a restaurateur and going through COVID and all the things that happened there, you know, can you walk me through, you know, some failures that you've experienced being an entrepreneur that maybe led to something great, maybe maybe it didn't, but what are some of the failures that still kind of haunt you and is there a silver lining to them, you know, and what's that relationship between failure and success? Yeah. And just kind of talk to me about that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, man, in my life, man, where I came from, uh, failure was all around me, man. Um, you know, again, kind of same thing you came through, but my mom and dad uh, actually divorced when I was a young kid, and I grew up with my mother, and not the best situation at all, man. My mom was an alcoholic, and, you know, I saw the bad of that, man, but I learned really quickly to 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 use that as momentum for myself and use that, as, a, as I always say, as a rocket ship because I never wanted to live that life. So I always kind of tell people through it work for me and my company is like stop focusing on the wins man focus on the losses and use that as momentum to help you push through things and i love that say that again so so say don't focus on the wins focus on focus on the yeah. losses man. and what, what what why why is that to you why would you focus on the law i know why i why i do it mm -hmm. but why why do you do it why do i do that man it's like i'm a, you know analytical person man i look at it as like a football game if if you're out winning games every day you're celebrating thinking of the next game but if you're losing a game you go back 
back and like look and watch the film why you lost. You go back, we made a b- bunch of bad plays there. So I always kind of look at that, man, and use that as momentum, man. Because a long time ago, one of the things that pushed me to, that taught me that, man, I was in a principal's office and I wasn't the best student at all, man. I didn't go to college. You know, I wasn't a book type, but I remember going in the principal's office one time and sitting at a conference table and I looked on the white erase board up here. My name was on there and it was like 50 kids names are on there. And I asked my principal, I said, hey, man, why's my name up there? And he said, man, he said, that's the dropout list. So dropout list. He said, I said, you think you're, I'm going to drop out? And he's like, probably. And at that point, I knew they were judging me for a losses that other people, have, my, my, my mother had did, you know, judging me for my school pass. I thought, man, you just, you just lit a, yeah, you just lit a fire underneath, man. I said, watch this. And I wouldn't graduate. It's funny as that principal still sees me today and like, I don't get it. I don't know how you did it. I said, yep, I proved you wrong. So at that point in my life, man, I just always use that as a challenge, man. Something happens in my life. I use it as a positive. These people today, some people today out there try to use negatives as, you know, like, well, poor pitiful for me, this happened to me. I'm like, no, poor pitiful for me, I'm glad it happened to me because all it does is prove to me, like, watch, I'm going to show a lot of people wrong. So when I focus on the loss, our teams, we focus on the losses, go back and watch the game film. What did we do wrong? Let's not ever let that happen again. As a young entrepreneur, you could probably vouch for this. We've made a lot of mistakes in our companies building this. We've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars of making mistakes we shouldn't. But I go back and look at it. That's how we made a mistake. I'm glad we made a mistake because we'll never make that mistake again. So um, yeah, that's what I kind of look at that, man. I, I take my losses and I use them as not as a crutch, man, as a rocket ship to get me where I want to get. I, I, I love it. And, you know, for me, you know, it's a, the way that I kind of think about it is, when you look at the loss or failure or whatever synonym you want to use, right? Mm. It takes honest introspection to look back into that. But by the way, most people do not do that. The vast majority of people don't. And the reason why I think is that it's too uncomfortable. That's right. Like it it hurts too much, right? Mm -hmm. But again, you know, that goes back to this instant gratification you know, kind of world that we live in. It's just, you know, now, 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 little quick little clips or, you know, fast food or, you know, fast food and, you know, slow digestion and whatever, however you want to phase it. Right. But, you know, but going back, like, cause success really didn't teach me anything, you know, and I think I've been a you know relatively successful guy in my life, you know, as you know, and, yeah. but, but again, if success taught me anything, taught me to maybe be a little more arrogant yeah. at times, or maybe think that I got something right, or I did whatever, everything that I actually learned was when there was a failure. That's right. Like act- actual learning, as you said, whether back looking at films and looking at all those, you know, looking at all those different things. But, you know, what, what would you consider like the biggest failure of your life? And it, did it turn into a blessing years later? But like, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? You know, I call it like a haunting. Like, what is like a thing that you really fucked up that you can look back on that maybe turned into something great. Maybe it didn't, but you definitely learned something. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of, when when I got asked to do this, and I kind of get asked this a lot, man, where we go, people say, man, how did you get where you got? And how did you push so hard through the diversity of things? And I said, man, you know, I I, I guess I never really focused on a true, true failure, man. I, I've made a lot of failures. I've made a lot of choices with the company of, you know, going a different direction that we shouldn't go or hire the wrong person or t- the wrong leader. And, um, but I guess I, sometimes I, I might have, you know, said, okay, I should have taken a 
right or left and I took a right and I should have taken a left. And I don't look at it truly as failures because I hate that word, man. I hate the word failure or, you know, I, 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 miss, I, I just can't stand when people say you failed at something. No, it's a learning process to me. It's just like, yeah, I got my hand slapped a little bit or my butt slapped a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I think that I've and I'll use this. You, you, we brought this up like COVID, right? So in our business, COVID was a lot of companies failed at that. And, and, and when we went in that that state, when COVID happened at, at the very first minute um, that happened, I, I was kind of like, oh, shit, <laughs> they're going to shut down our restaurants. And uh, I owe a lot of people, I owe a lot of rent, a lot of mortgages. I have a thousand employees that work for us. And I went in that thing. But immediately, I mean, immediately my mindset went to like, OK, so how can we win at this? How can we come and win? And I remember coming in our conference room the next day and all of our leaders sat around the conference room. And a lot of these guys have mortgages, brand new houses to pay. These guys are making six figures. And it's like they're looking at me like I'm about to get laid off. And I was like, hey, guys, you ever watch Apollo 13? And they're like, looked at me like, what the heck is he about to say? I said, remember that part where they threw the crap and said, we're going to figure this shit out. That's what we're about to do. We're going to figure this shit out. We're going to win at this because there's a lot of other concepts or restaurants or franchisees, entrepreneurs who are going to be in an oh crap moment and they're going to be like, what do we do? But you know what? We're going to be the bull in the room. And that's something I always use too, man. And did you do that? We did. we did, man. We went down and we thought, okay, we're going to do takeout only. So how do we own the takeout area in our areas? So we're going to be obnoxious about takeout. We're going to be obnoxious about everything we do. So the day we went to take out all of our restaurants, all of our restaurants were not losing one penny, but they weren't making any money because we structured ourselves. Now, I didn't lay off one person that did not want to be laid off. Uh, I laid off myself, took my salary off really quickly, but I kept these guys because I knew they need to pay their money and I'd figure mine out. Um, but no, we, we, and that's, that's what we did. We were the bull in the room. We were calling banks. We were calling concepts like, Hey, if this store closed down, I want that store for an Arby's because I knew these landlords were going to be struggling too and found ways to like, they're going to be lowering their rent because they're going to want somebody else in there. So that's how we do it. And that's, was a failure that could have been a huge failure for my company. But immediately my mindset always goes to like, how do I take advantage of this? How do I take advantage of me making a wrong decision in the company? Or, you know, uh, how can I make this win for me? You know, so that's kind of how it went with COVID. I just like, hey, let's lock it down. Let's figure out how we do it. Let's do it the best and anybody can do it and move forward until this day. Banks, our financial companies, franchisors come to me like, Dude, y'all killed it. And I said, yeah, we did. I'm proud of that, you know? Well, it was because you looked at what someone would see as a failure and as something that was a negative, and you looked at it from the right vantage point, and you turned it into your favor. But that is that a mindset issue? So let me ask you a question. Like, what does success mean to you then? So people, and again, I hate the word failure too, and then one of the reasons I wrote the book was to kind of change what that meaning of that world is. And I have a very strong opinion about the relationship between success and failure. But what do you think the relationship is between success and failure? Or is there a relationship between them? I, I don't know. I don't really try to make a relationship. I'm sure there is. Somebody's going to come up with something very No, smart. what do you think? It doesn't matter what, there's no, I mean, just in your mind, when I say success and failure, do they have a relationship? And if they don't, 
why why don't they or if they do why do they yeah i'll, I'll say this in, in my mindset failure is not an option that is 100 not an option for me success in my mind is me proving the world wrong and our, i think you've done that too what you came you know how you have you set your company what you've done is proving the whole world wrong to show them that the narrative of what a person like me was supposed to be like is not what I'm going to be like. So I, I use that as success. You asked one too, is what, what success in my life is, is to prove to people that a person with no college degree, man, I was graduated like in the last 10% of my class. I actually graduated a year late, man. And, and, and I'm proving to everybody that you don't have to have this great college education. You just have to have a work ethic and understand. That's why I guess I'm a little different Positive, being positive, negative, failure, success, they're all kind of relate to me a little bit in some part, but I don't I don't look into either of them like there's they're something I'm going to put a trophy on the wall. A trophy on the wall to me is to prove my principle, to prove everybody out there that says, well, you didn't go to college, you didn't get a business degree, how do you do what you do? You didn't get a finance degree, how did you do? Well, you know what? I'm going to prove you all wrong. That's huge success. Success for me also too is to change other people's life, that I could bring other people along this 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 road with me and, and carry that on. You know, I want to say this too, and I want to go back, man. And you asked what, what the biggest failure was in one of my things. And I, I should have hit this on. I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, it's been 12 years ago. I just started the company. I was four stores deep into my growing as Buffalo Wild Wings. I worked every day, every day, every day. And my kids were growing up. My wife stopped me and said, hey, you need to slow down a little bit. You just work all day and all night. You watch cameras. You look at sales. And she said, you know, you, you need to figure this out because you're spending too much time at work. And, and uh, God changed my life that time because two months later, I was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, it was a shock, man. It was like, what? I had this knot in my neck, went to the doctors, kept telling something's wrong with me. And they, they said, no, nothing's wrong with me. Six months later, MD Anderson said, uh, I had follicular lymphoma and I had it pretty much all over. And the prognosis was, and this is a this is probably gonna answer one of your other questions too, that you just asked is success and failure too. Doctor came in, said, you got follicular lymphoma, you have it all over. Uh, we think we can fix you, but it's not if, it's when it's gonna come back. And it's probably going to come back in two two years. And if it does, it's going to be, I said, stop, 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 stop. I don't want statistics. Don't tell me that. I always play. People always say that about me, that I'm probably going to be a failure. I said, uh, I'm just going to prove all to you, man. There's nothing wrong with me. And I went home. My wife bawled all night. And I told her, I said, at that point, don't ever treat me any differently. I said, I'm going through this cancer. I went through tons of chemo, man. Just went through all the things. Went to work every day. Every day I went to work because I had to prove to people, prove to people that, that there's nothing wrong with me. And man, I'm 12 years clean for cancer. I go every year to the hospital, get checked out, and I'll have to go the rest of my life. My doctor says, dude, I don't know how you did it. Uh, I don't know what you've done differently, but you're in that really small percentile. And I said, see, I told you don't ever tell me statistics. I don't play in that realm. So when you talk about success and failure, that could have been a huge failure to me. I could have ducked my head, went down and cried all day, tried to sell the company. But, but, but my question is, so maybe the other way is, which is astonishing what you did, especially at such a young age. I mean, you're in your 40s, but that is turning what the doctor was calling a failure or a problem 
into this. And it seems like the way you're talking, that actually jet fueled you to say, not only am I going to kick this cancer's ass, which you did, but I'm also going to continue construction. I'm not going to miss work. And do you think some of that fire and passion that came with somebody telling you statistically, God knows what they said that I'm sure it wasn't good, that what the prognosis was to get you where you are today? Oh, Do you think part of that was the jet fuel? 100%, man. I remember going to an opening we had at Buffalo Wild Wings. And when you do an opening at a new restaurant, it's crazy. You know, lines out the door. And the training team was like, oh, my God, Chris is here. I was bald-headed at the time, big chemo bag, homie. And uh, they were like, you're really going to work here? I said, yes, I'm going to work here, dude. This is my store. It's my baby. Man, I'm going to be here. And they, they they still tell stories about that at some of our conventions because I'd work a couple hours. I'd go sleep in the back of my truck because I was so tired. Come work. Because, man, that was a jet fuel to me because I was going to prove not only my doctors wrong, I was going to prove the world wrong because statistics isn't what you should float into. And and now my story is when I see a friend or a friend of a friend or somebody that I might be could touch that has cancer, I say, hey, man, you've got to have a mindset that just fake yourself out, be it a visionary, go out and look at yourself not being sick and conquer this and, and, and take it on head on. Because you could sit here and cry about your failures. You could sit here and cry about it and just ask for like, please feel sorry for me. Or you can, man, this world's tough, man. You know it, right? It's tough. Nothing's given to you in life, man. You got to earn it and you got to earn the respect of everybody out there. And you got to earn the respect of yourself and how you do it is put jet fuel in your packet, take off and use those failures is truly the failures in my life are truly some of the most successful stories that's pushed me to man. That's I, that I, I love, I love that so much. This is a, this is phenomenal. And um, our listeners I know are going to absolutely love this. Yeah. There's one question that I ask um, all of our, um, all of our guests at the end. And it's pretty simple, but if there is one thing that you wish everybody on earth knew, just one thing that you wish everybody on the planet knew, what would it be? One thing, and, and this is kind of the my motto, man, um, uh, is if you pay attention to the small things in life, in business, in your own relationship with your kids, wife, or whoever, if you pay attention to the small things that most people will never, ever look at, you'll be so successful in everything you do. Because a lot of people pass up the little things, man. They're always looking at the big things. You know, they're always wanting the big catch, man. But if you pay attention to the small things that most entrepreneurs, anybody, counselors are trying to count you in a relationship. If you small, pay attention to the small things that most nobody ever noticed, dude, you'll, you'll, you'll own the world, man. I'm telling you. And Chris, thank you so much. There's a tremendous man. amount of wisdom there. Look forward to seeing you in person. I'm going to be down your way very soon. And we're going to get together and talk about, talk about some other stuff offline as well. But God bless you, you God and your family. You, and uh, keep kicking fucking ass because I know there's no stopping you. I, I see, no. you know, that there's nine Buffalo Wild Wings, but it's going to be 900, you know, when, next time we talk here in the next, you know, in the next couple of years. You know it, brother. You know, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I'll, I'll, talk, to you, I'll talk to you in a bit, brother. Thank God you, bless man. You, I mean, you got it. Bye. Thank you for listening. To access the full scope of lessons, pre-order your own personal copy of the book, 
The Gift of Failure, currently available on Amazon and other platforms to come. Until next time, fail on, my friends. <laughs>